This is 77 miles. Hey, good morning, you jabronis. It's Dakota Baskin here, reporting live from my bed. It's Sunday morning. It's 7.30. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. The beer is flowing from the heavens. Goodbye. Hey, what's going on, knuckleheads? Um, this is 77 Miles. Um, I am on my way home from work. Uh and uh, that's a good thing. I am, uh, it is 14.40 in the afternoon or 2.40 p.m. for those people that don't know um, how to uh, tell time in military time. It's not really military time. Um, pretty much the rest of the world uh, does time like that. It's a lot less confusing. Um, Anyway, so uh, this is the intro where I will uh, explain what is going to happen in this uh, episode that you are possibly about to listen to, um, and that's how introductions work, I guess. Uh, that's what I'm told, at least. I don't really know. Again, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like tapping buttons on my phone and just kind of talking at it. Um, so... Uh, this episode was pretty, uh, pretty fun to make. Uh, I talk about, uh, secret military bases and, uh, oh, uh, I have my buddy, uh, um, Dakota on, uh, for a segment that I have created or we've created called, uh, uh, questions for my, uh, hillbilly friend from Mississippi. Uh, in that segment, the, my Wi-Fi uh, cuts out. So, uh, we only got, I think we got three questions in and then, uh, we pretty much said, uh, whatever, but, uh, we're gonna do it again in another episode and, uh, I think it'll be funny. Um, I talk about, um, my daughter, uh, the Supreme Leader, um, and, uh, how she draws on herself in the middle of the night and stuff and how she's just the worst person on the planet uh i talk about music um most of you probably will have never heard of the band that i uh i talk about but it's uh it's a band called the cramps it's a very good uh band in my opinion i love the cramps they're a a, a 70s punk rock uh band from uh i want to say ohio uh i could be completely wrong about that uh, but they are the uh, the originator originators of a uh, uh, like a sub genre <coughs> of punk rock called psychobilly, and uh, the lead singer and uh, and uh, the guitarists are uh, husband and wife respectively. Um, yeah, so uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I hope you enjoy the uh, this episode. Thanks.
Hey, good morning, knuckleheads. Um, I uh, I am on my way to work. Um, this is the portion of the show where the title actually uh, comes from. Uh, 77 miles. I'm on my 77 mile trip to work. Um, it is February 25th. And it is exactly 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I just got up and got ready for work. I just uh, left the Royal Farms uh, after getting my uh, daily 24 ounces of coffee uh, with exactly just a a splash of French vanilla uh, creamer and a dollop of sugar and uh, a giant Fiji water. Um, Today, uh, I want to talk about things that worry me. Uh, I was uh, actually on my way out the door trying to think of what I was going to talk about this morning. Uh, And... uh, Simultaneously, I was worrying about uh, probably about six things um, at the same time. Uh, So first, uh, things that worry me. Every single day, I'm worrying that I'm going to be late for work. Uh, Typically, I am not. Uh, Typically, I... uh, get to work, like the, the, the place of my work, <clears throat> about an hour, hour and 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be there. Um, but the traffic that goes into the place that I work uh, varies uh, depending on, uh, you know, certain things. And uh, so there's, a, it's a very real thing that you can leave uh, your house um, with enough time to be an hour early for work uh, and then the next day um, you can uh, get there an hour late Uh, I know it sounds crazy for people who don't know what I'm talking about um, but it's uh, it's very real. So every every single day, I'm worried that I'm going to be late for work, even if I leave <clears throat> at the same time every day. Um, other things I'm worried about, uh, because I'm worried uh, that I'm going to be late for work, I tend to drive a little faster than I should. Uh, and uh, the area that I live at is uh, pretty much the whole drive is a speed trap Um, in the morning it's not so bad Um, I'm pretty sure that the majority of the highway patrolmen that uh, that work out here uh, only work like (coughs) only work like nine to five but uh, I thought that uh, one day and then uh, and then I drove past a, uh, so the speed limit's 55. I was driving 70 and, uh, I passed a highway patrolman and, uh, because it's so dark out here, um, 
I didn't see him until like right as I was passing him, and while I was passing my 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 butt pucker, and I kind of did that oh shit. Uh, but by that time, there was no point in slowing down, so I just kind of passed him and turned off my cruise control. And uh, when I when I first saw him, he didn't have any lights on or anything like that. And then whenever I saw him in my rearview mirror, he had his headlights on, so I was pretty much like, oh, well, this is happening. So uh, I pulled over before he even turned on his lights. <clears throat> and uh, he... Uh, he pulled up behind me, you know, asked for normal stuff, driver, you know, license and registration, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and I gave it to him. He asked me uh, if I knew why he pulled me over. And I said, yes, sir. And then uh, he kind of looked at my stuff and then, um, and then he just handed it back and said, uh, slow down. I said yes, sir. And the crazy thing about it was, is uh, so I was um, really close to this uh, this really long bridge tunnel uh, that's at where uh, that I have to cross every single day. And once you once you get onto that, the the speed trappiness of where I live is uh, is kind of gone. And then whenever you get to the other side, you can pretty much drive like 153 miles an hour, and nobody really cares. Um, and I was, whenever he stopped me, I was uh, a mile and a half away from that. So I was kind of like, damn, whatever. I mean, but, uh, it is what it is. I knew that I was doing something wrong and, uh, and he let me go. So that was really nice of that guy. Um, other, you know, <clears throat> kind of getting onto a deeper level, um, other things that I'm worried about, uh, the biggest one is that uh, that I'm not uh, a good dad, and uh, I know it sounds like kind of like um, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word. Um, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the word right now, uh, but. Uh, you know, I know I'm a good dad, but uh, I always have the worry that I'm not. Um, you know, whenever I tell my daughter no to things and uh, she cries, um, I know that it's because she's being uh, bratty, but at the same time, I'm, uh, I have this worry that I'm doing the wrong thing. Um, or you know, uh, I'm not doing the the right stuff to to raise her right. Luckily, I have a uh, a good partner who's a very good mother uh, to kind of help me and guide me. And we we help each other, but um, I feel like it's kind of on the uh, it's more weighted on her, uh, even though I try to to pick up um, you know carry my weight. Um, Another thing is, is uh, the, with the job that I have, uh, I'm away from home a lot. And uh, in the time frame that uh, my daughter has been alive, so about two and a half years, I've only been home for about a year of it. Uh, so she knows who I am, obviously. And, you know, 
listens to me and and uh, we have a good time and stuff like that but um, she she's more conditioned to her mother um, which I understand uh, but you know that kind of adds to that like am I being a good dad type thing kind of sucks but it's it's one of those variables that go into it I'm gonna love my daughter to death. Uh, she's uh, the coolest person I've ever fucking met in my entire life. Um, but, you know, I, I have a really, a very real uh, fear that I'm gonna just be like the shittiest dad on the planet. Um, and she's gonna grow up and be like, you, you were the shittiest dad on the planet. And I'm like, I kind of, I kind of had that feeling. I kind of, kind of felt that uh, over the years. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, one of my, uh, it's just me being insecure. That's the word I was trying to think of earlier was insecure. Um, I know that's kind of an insecure, uh, dumb thing to think, but you know, it's, I think that's one thing that a lot of, uh, parents feel, especially, well, I wouldn't say especially dads, but I mean, you know, dads feel that, um, pretty hard. Um, another, uh, another worry that I have all the time is that, uh, I'm not, uh, doing the best I can at work, at my job, which, uh, that's not only a worry. I know that, uh, I'm, uh, uh, shitty at my job, at my job. Um, but I don't try, I don't try to be shitty. I have, uh these subconscious things in my head, uh, kind of like that meme, the Kermit the Frog Star Wars meme, where there's, like, Kermit, and then there's, like, uh, the Sith Lord Kermit, and Kermit has a, uh, like, a thought, and then, uh, the Sith Lord Kermit, um, basically tells him to do, like, the exact opposite of what he should do. I, I have that constantly, uh, where I go, oh, I should uh, do this. I should uh, be proactive and get this done. Um, you know, I should go do this before I'm, I'm told to do it. And um, and then in the back of my head, uh, the Sith Lord Kermit's like, uh, no, you shouldn't play Sudoku on your phone instead for <clears throat> 45 minutes because uh, that's going to be more productive. Uh, make sure that you um, uh, attempt to finish that particular Stoku puzzle uh, faster than uh, the last time or faster than your fastest time, which uh, I can accomplish uh, a medium-level Sudoku puzzle in under uh, a minute and a half, if you were wondering. Um... So yeah, uh, I have a lot of worries. Uh, another worry that I have is, uh, um, it's kind of irrational, uh, but whenever I'm crossing this bridge tunnel that I cross every morning, um, that I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be knocked off or the wind's gonna blow me off the bridge and I'm gonna, like, fall into the ocean. And, uh, because it's dark 
and uh, <clears throat> there's nobody on the road that nobody's going to know until uh, my car is um, completely submerged in water and I'm on the bottom of the ocean uh, dead and being eaten by crabs and stuff. Um, I have, like, I'm getting anxious uh, every single time I cross this thing. <clears throat> it's terrible. Um, it's not like a crazy, like, I'm, like, having a panic attack type worry, but, uh, but it's, it's always there in the back of my head. So, yeah, there's, there's that. I also have this, uh, <clears throat> other worry, uh, about, there's a particular spot on the, the highway that, uh, well, there's a car behind me that I didn't notice before. And I'm sure that's some sort of uh, law official that is uh, coming to pull me over for going 70 miles an hour in a 55. <clears throat> um, but yeah, there's a particular spot on this highway that I drive where there's a, um, a pothole that's patched. And every single morning, I forget, like, I don't know where it is. I just know it exists. And, uh, it looks like an animal, uh, which is only like that fear, that worry is, uh, is aided by the fact that I've almost hit like eight deer, uh, driving this route. Uh, so hitting, hitting an animal is, is something that can very well happen. And, uh, so every time I like come across this thing. I always think I'm, like, hitting an animal, and I do that, like, that thing that you do every time you think you're about to, like, crash into something or run over an animal, like that (gasps) thing, I do that every single day, um, and because... It's, uh, it's dark out here. There's literally no, um, street lights. You can't really see shit until, like, you're right up on it. Uh, so, and, uh, also you can't really see what's around you. So I can't ever, like, say to myself, okay, well, here's that grouping of trees or that field or whatever. Um, I'm gonna, you know, here comes that stupid pat, you know, piece of patched road that looks like an animal. Um, it just like all of a sudden, uh, like I'm there and and, and it freaks me out, and uh, it sucks. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, this morning's clip of uh, my drive into work. Um, yeah that's that's pretty much all I got um I'm gonna probably take a drink of water and uh man this is really boring uh I'm probably gonna take a drink of water now and uh I'm gonna turn on uh the Joe Rogan experience I'm listening to the episode with Jim Brewer uh and so far it's pretty funny it's actually another reason why I uh, started talking about what I was talking about this morning because uh, Joe and 
gym were talking about um, um, worrying about their their daughters smoking pot or uh, you know what you know, stuff like that. This fucking car. This. You know. Oh, that is a cop. Oh shit. That's definitely a cop. He's telling me to slow down. See, these motherfuckers out here, they come up on you, even if they're not a cop, right? You're driving along, same speed. I put on my cruise control out here all the time. But these motherfuckers come up on you, and... Whenever they get to you, they speed match you. So they're trying their damnedest to fucking uh, catch up to you. And whenever they get to you, they go the same fucking speed. Oh, that was actually, that was a dead animal that I just ran over. Um, And people do shit like that all the time out here. And this cop, of course, fucking coming up on me. At 4.17 in the morning. Spent his whole time fucking trying to catch up to me. And then once he got to me, speed match, which I'm pretty sure he was saying, hey, I'm a cop, you need to fucking slow down. Um, And then he zooms off going 70 miles an hour. But yeah, um, anyway, so I'm going to... uh, take a, a, a swig of water now and uh, and smoke a cigarette and uh, finish this whole thing up so uh, good morning from Monday morning later Yeah? Does it look like water? No. (laughs) You know what's crazy? This segment is called, You Know What's Crazy. And uh, for the first, I guess the second one technically, but for the first one that actually has the title, um, I'm gonna talk about secret military installations and how crazy that is when you think about it. So for a long time, I've been like super interested in Area 51. Uh, Being that I'm in the line of work that I am, 
uh, I know uh, that most likely Area 51 is uh, just a, a military test facility for um, aircraft. For aircraft uh, that have yet to been, you know, be tested. They just test uh, aircraft out there, and, and that way they can do it in privacy, and nobody will know what they're doing. Yeah, until they fly over some bump up town in the middle of nowhere, breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. What aliens? <laughs> but. So, <clears throat> the fact that you don't know what's going on there also makes you think what else might be going on. Uh, you know, I've looked at Google Maps uh, images or uh, Google Earth images of Area 51 for a long time. And when you look at it, all it is is just the, uh, the, the, um, the, the well the the landing strip and then there's like uh, a couple hangars and like a, a building or two yeah but that's because the secret facility is like 10 stories down yeah right but yeah but, but that's the, that's the thing is you don't know what's out there and i mean it, it, there could be very well because we don't know and probably will never know uh, at least not for a very long time what else is is there it could very well be just a couple hangers and a, a building um but you know it's crazy there might be a lot more um also whenever you look at the images from area 51 uh from like google earth and stuff like that there's also like a baseball field there um there's uh you start scrolling around you see like a bombing range and stuff uh obviously out in that area was um uh wasn't that where they were testing the atomic bombs no that was uh well th i th they probably did at some point in time but um, I that's where like the bomb site was no was that new mexico uh it was new mexico well they they did some in new mexico and i believe they did some in nevada i could be wrong about that and then uh part of the manhattan project actually was in tennessee there was yeah, uh, that's where they were doing the mining and stuff yeah i watched the show too yeah uh and then there was uh so kind of going away from area 51 because everybody always talks about area 51 i found out uh doing research about um uh basically closed off cities um that are served as um essentially nuclear power uh facilities and uh nuclear power like um production facilities yeah, there's like chernobyl but here yeah there was chernobyl there's another one still in russia right now yeah. uh there's yeah yeah and there's actually still one in um washington State? The state of Washington has a uh, closed-down city that they use for, uh, I believe, nuclear uh, nuclear power production. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, you'd have to do like the you know uh, research yeah. it right now. But um, there's also one in somewhere out west I, I can't remember uh where exactly it is uh you could uh look it up it's an army facility i can't remember the name of it it's an army facility that um basically is uh the biological chemical warfare testing facility for the army for the united states um they're all over the the, the country um all sorts of crazy, like, um, secret places that we're not allowed to go to. Like Fort Knox, for example. Like, 
they tell us that that's where the uh, all of the country's gold is, but do you really know what's there? I mean, it's a tiny building um, that could be the, the gold uh, depository for the United States, but do you really know? Well, yeah, but it's like Resident Evil, like I said. They bury. They go deep. Yeah, like and the umbrella. Like zombies and... Yeah, like the Umbrella Corporation and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, so one of the things like uh, I do is I get into what what's called wiki holes. And um, uh, I get into wiki holes about secret military f- uh, facilities, uh, usually in the United States, but uh, around the world. Um, and it's it's something that I uh, I've been really into for some reason for a long time. Not like conspiracy nut type things, but... Um, yeah, pretty pretty close. I like borderline on it. Um, Did you see the video of there was like a conspiracy theory video that I saw where like I think it was the U.S. Uh, Army had a merman like trapped in this yeah. tank in, yeah. at Area 51, but it was like 10 feet below or 10 stories down and yeah. like a bunch of other crazy shit. And then they came out with the shape of water, and I was like. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so I was talking to somebody at work, um, uh, a, a guy who kind of works with uh, with me, but not quite. Um, he uh, he was talking about, and I got in this crazy conversation. At first, he started this conversation. I thought he was joking, um, but he was talking about how there is uh, giants <clears throat> giants bones underneath one of the Smithsonian's. Uh, Smithsonian uh, uh, museums in like Washington, giant like, like giant, like a giant, like a giant person, like giant, right? And uh, so he was talking about how um, the uh, Smithsonian was built on top of this Catholic Catholic church, this demolished Catholic church, but underneath the Catholic church they had giant's bones that was supposed to be proof of uh, that the Bible is is real. Or the yeah. Bible is a true story because in the in the Bible they have uh, giants, right? And, in but the Old Testament. yeah, but the the government built the Smithsonian on top of this Catholic church, or, or uh, where this Catholic church was, on top of the giants' bones to cover up the giants' bones, so people wouldn't know that the Bible was real. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So especially considering where we are and. Most oh God! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so to explain what just happened right there, um, on our back porch, uh, me and Cora have like a tent thing. The purpose of this tent thing is so that me and her can smoke because we don't smoke outside. We don't smoke inside. We smoke outside. We don't smoke inside. Uh, excuse me. Um, but so the tent thing is so we can smoke while it's raining. But unfortunately, this thing collects a lot of water. And, uh, and then uh, right now it's very windy and the wind blew very hard. And then basically uh, a, tsunami s- a tsunami on our back porch just happened. Um, So, uh, in conclusion, that is, uh, that's, uh, you know, what's crazy. I, uh, I highly suggest at some point in time, just for fun, obviously not, don't be a conspiracy nut, but just for fun. YouTube took those videos down off of, um, like your suggested stuff. 
What videos? So they used to, like, if you were really into, like, conspiracy theories or whatnot, they would post, like, those videos on your, um, like, recommended list or whatever. But because there's so many nuts out there, they, like, stopped doing that. They're Weird. not, yeah, they didn't take them down. Like, you can still go to those, those, uh, people's stuff or whatever yeah but the videos won't show up on your like you should watch this now thing oh that's weird yeah because people are going nuts oh but uh, also another crazy thing and uh this is like super super crazy uh is uh so i'm i'm into podcasts which is uh why i've started listening or making a podcast because i listen to uh my favorite one being the joe rogan experience and um, there's an episode with uh, Tom DeLong, and for anybody that doesn't know who Tom DeLong is, he is the, uh, or at least was, uh, the lead vocalist and lead and uh, guitarist for the band Blink 182, <clears throat> and he is a conspiracy nut. Um, he. And I don't know if this any of what he's saying is true. It sounds completely fake, but I mean, you know, it could be true. But he's talking about how he's working with the government to slowly aid the uh, the people of the United States into uh, the knowledge that the government has about aliens and alien and the. Uh, Research that the government is doing on aliens and alien technology. Um, I don't know what episode it is. If you're into podcasts, definitely look up uh, the Joe Rogan experience if you haven't already and uh, find the episode with Tom DeLong in it. It's really interesting and really crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, um, do you have anything else? Any in interesting things to. No. No? Not okay. Really. Well, that I was really <laughs> that was uh, the first um, first installment of uh, you know what's crazy. All hail Supreme Leader Chairman V. So this segment is called <clears throat> Supreme Leader Chairman V and how she's uh, pretty much the dictator of our home and how we um, pretty much do exactly what it is that she wants um, us to do. And, and I'm sure you'll um, hear a lot that like me and my wife don't watch what we want to watch anymore. Um like on TV, mostly what we watch is like Pokemon and Avatar, Team Umizoomi, you know, uh, just kid stuff. And uh, <clears throat> uh, she pretty much controls the house. Like during the week, she just like collects things in the living room and stuff. And then uh, we do a thing every week where we leave uh, her at her grandparents who babysit her during the day. But on like Fridays, uh, my wife, uh, Cora, will take her to um, 
to her grandparents uh, for babysitting, but then leave her overnight, and we'll we'll go get her on Saturday, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, something like that. Um, so she pretty much dictates exactly what we do throughout the the day uh, and night. And uh, one of the things I was going to talk about um, is what happened last night. So we go to bed, and we put her to bed, and we kind of hang out, and we go to bed, <clears throat> and then. I wake up in the morning and my wife gets out of bed. Um, apparently, I asked her later on uh, why she got out of bed. And it's um, partly because uh, me and my daughter create a mass amount of heat. Um, and I really think it's uh, probably due to the um, the uh, the new b- uh, mattress topper. The new mattress topper and the new comforter. Yeah, I think that's what traps a lot of the heat. I mean, it's not what makes me so hot. I mean, obviously, I get hot at night, but, like, I think it's trapping heat. I mean, it could be, but it's supposed to be one of those, like, always cool ones. I have to look up what the next Pokemon season was. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know because, like, uh, I used to not, like, I would just be hot and sleep under the blanket. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and mean, now I'm, like, sleeping with, like, a third of my body covered in a blanket because I'm so hot. Well, we can always get a lighter blanket. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so my wife got up because me and my daughter generate uh, a huge, stupid amount of heat uh, while we're sleeping. And, uh, and then my daughter uh, and me basically slept in the bed. My daughter likes to uh, sleep in crazy positions. So, uh, like last uh, last night slash this morning, she spent most of her time with her legs on my neck. <laughs> and because I don't want to wake her up, because if she wakes up, then everybody's up, or at least, yeah, um, I just let her do it, and that's how we slept. Um, Um, so then we wake up, right? So last night, my daughter did not want to, um, eat. Ah. So since her heifer butt didn't want to eat, she didn't get to take a bath because bath time is fun. So... Then, of course, she runs around all mad and yelling and screaming and all that kind of junk until she goes to bed. Well, Sean fell asleep early, so I put her in bed, right? And then sometime between the time I went to sleep was like around 9 o'clock and about 2.30 when I woke up, she decided she was going to have a fucking party. And she has this party in the living room. And she tears things up and she tears stuff up that like you can't replace and decided that she was going to color all over her body with a pen. So, um, I wake up and I see that she has pen all over and, um, because I felt bad that I didn't give her a bath last night. Um, whenever it was time for me to take a shower, I just let her get in the shower with me, which I usually don't like because her head is even with my junk. And, uh, 
so I have to be mindful of um, making sure that the two don't connect, <laughs> make contact, because that's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, another thing too is if like that Kevin Hart and Shaq joke. Yeah, and if I'm uh, standing behind her while she's in in the the water spray, then uh, she also likes to reach her hands back, which, again, uh, I have to be mindful of because you know then she would touch my junk, and that's also fucking weird. Um, so. Uh, she came into the bathroom with this like measuring spoon, and uh, so I'm doing this the same thing in the shower. I'm like uh, uh, I'm uh, cleaning her off, trying to get all the pin off, which I did not get all the pin off, but I, I think I did a pretty good job of getting as much as I could. I had the washcloth. Yeah, I know it's gonna take days to get that ink off. Of yeah, so I tried to get as much as I could off, but you know, scrub her like she was. Yeah. Prisoner or anything. So, uh, but then like. Uh, she likes to tell me it's my turn, but uh, it's always her turn. So if you get in the, the water spray, then she goes, uh, Violet turn, Violet turn, and... Um, dial it. Yeah, dial it. Um, so, but then I actually had to, like, take a shower. I washed her off, like, gave her, gave her pretty much what I do in a bath. I scrubbed her and stuff like that. And then I actually had to take a shower. But I can't, like, dry her off and then get back in the shower because I don't even know how that would be, how would that, that would work. Uh, if you know how that would work and you have an uh, uh, Anchor um, subscription, please send me a voice message and you, and you can tell me how that would work and I'll put it on the next episode. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so I get in the, the stream and I, I, I lean my head back to get my, my, um, my hair wet and then I look down and uh, this little demon <laughs> has the measuring spoon under the stream of water that's flying off my cock. <clears throat> and I say that. That's a bad word. Whatever. Um, junk. Wh- yeah, whatever. Uh, and and me uh, being ho- the, the as, as horrified as I was and really praying that she's not gonna like drink this water. Um, I, I knocked the spoon away, which then causes her to lose her mind. Yeah. Which causes her to lose her mind and she keeps trying to do it. And then eventually I take the spoon away from her and put in, uh, uh, my shower beer koozie. And then she freaks out because I took the spoon away from her, but she doesn't understand that what she's doing is, uh, the most insane shit that you can do to your dad. (laughs) Which is, again, why I don't like uh, taking showers with my daughter. Um, because she's, uh, she does a lot of weird stuff. And she's also, for some reason, really... Well, not for some reason. I know why the reason is. But really fascinated with my genitals. And they're different. They're different, yeah. But it's, it's just insane for me to think about. I just don't want her to even, like, see that I have genitals. <laughs> you better start tucking and taping. I'll start calling you a shim. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty much the end of that story. That's um, the um, for, um, I guess, first installment. Uh, yeah, first installment of, uh, of uh, Supreme Leader Chairman V.
are three doors to the dark side. Pretentious shit from my vinyl collection. segment is called pretentious shit from my vinyl collection uh today i'm going to talk to you about a uh, a record that i have by a, a band new band that i've started listening to called the cramps now they're not a new band they're uh, an older band from the 70s or a 70s punk band uh known for being the generators of the um the genre called psychobilly um and uh this album is called a date with elvis which is one of my favorite albums by this band uh another one that i i really like is called uh smell of female which is done uh it's a live album which is really good this specific album is uh one of my favorites um the two songs that we're probably going to listen to are, uh, what's that saying? It's, uh, it's an article about the amount of money that the artist from Woodstock 69 made yeah. for playing in their, uh, show. Santana only made $750 to play at Woodstock. I'm trying to find, like, the most expensive one. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, they made $5,000. Janis Joplin made 7,500. Creedence Clearwater Revival made 10,000. Jesus. Yeah. But, like, that's nothing. Yeah. If you think about it, like, today, like, an artist can make that just playing in the car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, it's nuts that, like, that would be the amount of money that they made to play at what is known as the biggest music festival in the Yeah. No, that's okay. So anyway, so uh, this this band, The Cramps, is really, really fun to listen to. <clears throat> um, if you're really into punk rock, um, they're they're fun to listen to. If you're not, they're they're kind of fun to listen to. I would guess. I don't know. I'm I, I don't I like punk, so especially '70s punk. So. Um, Do what? Yeah. So one of the things that Cora just brought up is uh, if you look at this this band's um, uh, like record or um, like album covers, um, they're very sexual. Like in, in fact, the 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 music itself is very sexual. I mean, you got like uh, uh, songs called the Hot Pearl Snatch. Um, What's inside a girl? Can your pussy do the dog? Um, stuff like that, and uh, you know, like my other favorite song, our favorite album is called um, "Smell of Female." But anyway, so if you look at um, the record covers, 
uh, they're very sexual and there's always the same woman, even though it doesn't necessarily look like it's the same woman. But that woman is the guitarist for this band. And the, um, the lead singer is um, th- th- her husband. So they're married and they're the, the creators of this band. And they're the only two like permanent members. Um, but like listen to, to some of the, the music. So that's um, essentially my review of uh, the cramps. Um, if you have any more, uh, actually, uh, I have uh, a little bit more to say. Uh, this specific record that is playing, and yes, this is uh, a vinyl record that is playing, is uh, orange vinyl, uh, and it's uh, it's great looking. It's fun to watch play. Um, and for anybody uh, that's interested, I have uh, my setup that I have. I have a Pioneer PL990 turntable, uh, and then I have a Pioneer receiver, and I have two uh, small Pioneer uh, speakers as my audio setup. I also have uh, the Cramps uh, album, what is it? Stay Sick on uh, on cassette, and I have a Sony dual cassette player, um, which I don't listen to very often. I kind of have as a novelty. But um, yeah, so that's uh, uh, my the pretentious shit that I'm gonna say during uh, pretentious shit in my vinyl collection because I'm a pretentious fucker. Uh, and uh, I think this song is almost over. Thanks for listening. And now, stupid questions for Cora while she's cooking. This segment is called Stupid Questions for Cora while she's cooking. So the question today is, uh, would you rather music-wise only ever be able to listen to Disney music or movie-wise only be able to listen or watch Disney movies? Only be able to listen to Disney music. You can't listen to anything else but Disney music. Or only. Or you can only watch Disney movies. Watch Disney movies. Why? 
Because Disney owns everything. Disney owns Fox now. No, no, so no. So you still get Marvel. You still get Star Wars. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, you just said. No. You said the rules. No, no, no. So Disney movies, Disney owns fucking everything right. now. Like they're right. a monopoly. What, on I, what, I'm, what I mean by that is. No, you don't get to change your mind mid-question. No. That's cheating. No, no, You're no. cheating. I'm not cheating. What I mean by Disney movies is movies that are put out specifically by Disney. So Marvel, Marvel... Owned by Disney, put out by Disney. Owned by Disney, but put out by Marvel. Marvel is... No, they're put out by Disney because Disney owns them. No. Shit. No, I'm talking about only being able to watch shit like um, Moana or... Uh, Mulan or movies that are specifically put out by Disney. Disney owns production companies, but I'm talking about Disney movies. Only Disney movies. I would still rather watch only Disney movies than still be able to listen to like real music. Why? Uh, because I can't watch a movie while I'm driving down the road, but I listen to music while I'm driving down the road, right? So if you can only listen to Disney songs, like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Disney songs. Like, me and Pilot, we jam out all the time. But um, to only be able to listen to that music, even when I'm by myself, like, that's, that's kind of a, a crappy deal. Because I'm trying to edit myself sometimes. <laughs> so that's my opinion on that. So you, all together, you would rather watch movie, uh, like Disney movies for the rest of your life rather than listen to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Disney movies are amazing. Like, anybody who says Disney movies aren't amazing is fucking stupid and hasn't watched a goddamn Disney movie in their fucking life. And now they're branching out. You got Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney movie. Come at me, bro. Like, Disney's got some great fucking, like, movies nowadays. And they're, like, moving in this, like, as a movie studio in this really great um, direction. So it's really easy to watch fucking Disney movies, you know? That's, That's just how I feel about Disney movies. I love them. You know that. I'm a princess. I grew up. I'm Disney princesses. I'm cool with uh, being a Disney princess for the rest of my life. All right. That, that was stupid oh. questions with Cora while she's cooking. Falling chaos underground. from my hillbilly friend from Mississippi. Hello, everybody. This is a segment that I thought of uh, with uh, my buddy, uh, Dakota Baskin. Uh, Dakota, say hi. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh yeah, cool. All right, cool. So this is a segment that I uh, that I thought of with my buddy Dakota, uh, uh, and it is called uh, 
questions for my hillbilly friend from Mississippi. <clears throat> what we're going to do. Yep, that's him. Uh, and uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to ask my hillbilly friend from Mississippi some questions uh, so we can get a perspective of what it's like to live uh, in a um, just a rundown, terrible place like uh, like in. Um, so first question, you ready for the first question, Dakota? We'll find out, man. Let's, let's just give it a shot. Let's go. All right. So the first question is, um, do people look at you weird because you're married to your sister or is that normal for your small town? Well, first off, you know, people look at me weird regardless, <laughs> small town, big town, medium town. But the normal consensus is that, you know, it's okay. You know, everyone knows what's going on down here. No surprise. Let's keep it moving. Next question. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> Second question is, uh, how do you make a living with uh, just a sixth grade education? Good question. Well, with my sixth grade education, that already puts me leaps and bounds ahead of some people <laughs> but you know that's why i'm a regular contestant on the are you smarter than a fifth grader so as long as i can cross my t's dot my eyes and know which crayon i want to eat i can make some money you there hello hello all right so, uh, being that you live where you live, I'm sure you, uh, you see your fair share of roadkill. So what would you say is your favorite roadkill to eat? Ooh, to eat. Any, any particular style on cooking it? Uh, no, just what, whatever your favorite is. Man, here lately, we've been having a lot more armadillos and, hmm. All right, I'm going to go with that answer. Lock in that answer. Lock in those lyrics. I'm going to go Armadillo. They're with tough exterior and soft, gentle interior, just like me. sexy me telling you that I'm going to put gravy inside of you. <laughs> Honestly, it makes me think about like mashed potatoes. Like It's not sexy at all. It's kind of gross. Like in my head, I imagine like you um, 
the baster, right? Mm-hmm. But with like chicken gravy in it. Yeah. That's not sexy. What if your insides are made out of mashed potatoes and I just <laughs> put, <laughs> put gravy on them? <clears throat> um, so, <laughs> first of all, my insides are not made of mashed potatoes. How do you know? Because uh, I've checked. You've checked? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What have, what have you done to check? Um, I mean, I've touched them, my insides, and they're not made of mashed potatoes. Have you, like, taken them out? You can't. Well, they're kind of, like, permanently <coughs> How do you know that the, like, way up inside it's not made out of mashed I mean, potatoes? Um, because science. <coughs> science tells me what my insides Sci- like. Science does, but how do you know science is real? Um, because I've had people who have degrees in science things tell me that, like, my insides are normal, so they're not made out of mashed potatoes. How do you, but, so, how do you know your insides aren't made out of mashed potatoes? I mean, they've used science machines to look at. Science, (laughs) science machines. Yeah, like x-rays So, have you done x-rays and stuff? Yeah, I've had x-rays and stuff. So, like they've x-rayed my kidneys, they've x-rayed my liver, they've x-rayed my uterus. I've had strangers put their fingers inside of my vagina. Like I don't have mashed potato insides. Like they spread them and they're like, "Oh yeah, that looks totally normal in there." So, how <laughs> <laughs> That's how lady doctors appointments are like. Okay, so what would you call them? If you had to call them a food, your insides, like veal. Like texture-wise? Like veal. No. Um, texture-wise, I guess it would be kind of like maybe shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, like lobster. Yeah. Why do you say? Because they're like ribbed, you know? Okay. Like, um... But they're like firm too, you know. They're mm-hmm. not like uh, like soft and squishy. There's like a like a firmness there, you know. Okay. Kind of like a shellfish. All right. So, um, how about I just like shoot gravy onto your uh, lobster? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> like at no point. Is what you're saying okay? How about I shoot gravy onto your shrimp? Uh, How about shrimp? you don't shoot gravy on anything? Because that's a really gross way of saying shit. How about if you just fuck me? Like that's. I mean, I can I can fuck you, but how about I just like shoot gravy onto your lobster? No. And I will literally not have sex with you if you say, "Hey, can I shoot my gravy <laughs> on your lobster?" I'm gonna be like, "No, no, you can't." Like, there's nothing less sexy than that. What do you want me to spill gravy on Nothing. To? <laughs> like, I don't want you to put gravy on anything. Uh, no, spill, spill, spill gravy. No, I don't want you to spill gravy on anything of mine. Like, I want you to keep your gravy to yourself. How about a ooze gravy? Nope, 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 nope. How about ooze gravy nope. onto your lobster? Nope. How about I ooze gravy onto your shaved lobster? Nope. How about I ooze gravy onto your moist lobster? Nope. <laughs> like all the nopes. I don't understand. 
why we're having this conversation. Because I'm doing it. Um, because I'm recording you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only re- <laughs> the only reason. No. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, how can I say it even grosser? Uh, how about I? I think that's probably the yeah, grossest. Yeah, like you literally reached the grossest. I think I got to the grossest, so all right. So congratulations. Oh, well, all right. You're disgusting. I don't even know what this uh, segment is called, but um, this segment is not happening. That's what this is. Not happening. Not happening. That's what it's called. Not <laughs> yeah, happening. This is all right. Not happening. Hey, that's the that's the show. Thank you for listening. Um, if you guys want to uh, to download the Anchor app, you can uh, send me uh, voice messages. Uh, depending on what it is, I'll put it in the show, uh, or you can ask me questions or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, my podcast is available on the Anchor app or Anchor.com uh, forward slash. 77 miles or you can uh, uh i am now available on pocket casts which is uh, i've never heard of before but uh it's something that you can also listen to me on at uh pca.st forward slash m49s um all right later This is 77 Miles.